This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. This episode is sponsored by the Personal Revolution Podcast. Have you ever been stuck inside wondering how to take charge of your life? Is there something you want to do but haven't been able to do yet? Um, I'm on the same page of this, right? I have a book upstairs that's been sitting on my coffee table and haven't gotten nearly as far into it uh, as I want about being a better sales guy. You think that I would want to do that right now and just finish that book in a day, but I haven't. So I need to listen to the podcast. Well, in Personal Revolution, best-selling author and life coach, Allison Task helps you. Allison Task might, might be the greatest name of a personal life coach of all time. Task, love it. Uh, Allison Task helps you take control of your life with inspiration and humor so that you move from where you are now to where you want to be and have fun doing it. It's like having a pers- personal life coach whispering in your ear. This three-month podcast course, along with bonus episodes each month, will help you create a clear vision for what you want out of life. Uh, Remove the frustrating blocks that are holding you back. Develop a detailed action plan that will help you, that will drive you to where you want to be. And build the network, like we talk about all the time, that will help you create your future. The personal Revolution Podcast comes with a personal workbook and real-time access to a community of other changemakers working toward their goals with positivity, possibility, and momentum. And for a limited time, all of this is available to you for free. Can't beat that price. Download the Himalaya app in your app store, look up Personal Revolution, and enter promo code REVOLUTION at checkout to get your first month absolutely free. If you're ready to get after a better life, you are ready for a personal revolution. Hello and welcome to Front Office Features. I am Rob Crane here as always with Chris Valente. Chris, how are you? I am great, Rob. How are you? We're doing well. We're doing well. Um, I also think uh, I'm doing a little bit better than normal because of the excellent response that we got from our happy hour last Friday. That was fun. That was really fun. And it went way longer than I expected it to. And our turnout, people kept coming in and coming out, coming in, coming out. It was a constant room of two pages full of Zoom people. So you had to scroll over on the page, which is a good sign. Yeah, right. It was great. And then yeah. the dialogue was amazing. Yeah, we had probably, I would say, what, the max probably in the room, 40, 45, and then probably, what, 55, 60 people came? Yeah, and we had representation from, there was three presidents of minor league baseball. I ex- kind of expected Marty, but the other two I did not uh, expect. Um, and then 
there was, you had representation from the NFL, Madison Square Garden. You know, you take care of Major League Baseball. CAA. Uh, CAA was there. It was a badass group of people. It was. And we, oh, U.S. Soccer. U.S. Soccer, Sam Zapatka was there. Uh, so it was a really, really, um, I think, cathartic experience for a lot of folks to be able to talk to like-minded individuals about what we're all dealing with and then hear how other organizations are dealing with those issues. So I think overall it was a well worth our time, and I look forward to doing it again. I think maybe maybe we do what we're doing right now, but we do it live, and it's just you and I do our podcast when people can watch and interact a little bit more formal, but just have people in the room. Yeah, cool. Like uh, Bill O'Reilly said, F it, do it live. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not be Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not, but uh, we can quote him, though. Um, no, but I was thinking myself, when I was thinking about this thing last May, it's almost been a year since the thought popped in my head. Can I imagine what we did on Friday? I don't think so. I don't Look, think so. It seemed... This was like also that was also your experience. idea too. This is all, I mean it was that was your idea to do that as well, the virtual happy hour. You kind of like threw it out there talking to me and Michael and just said like let's see where it goes and huge kudos, huge success. Amazing. No, your minor league, your minor league prowess is paying off. <laughs> uh, no, it's it was it was really cool. I'm I'm so glad. So thank you everyone who came. Thank you for past guests who uh, joined. Uh, there was guests who reached out to me after and said, "Hey, sorry I missed it, but uh, Heard it was good, and uh, it was cool. It was just fun. Like, I just had a good time doing it. So for those of you that we don't know or were in the room and, and being observers, uh, a lot of the people that we did know have already reached out and said, I hope people in there reach out to me and network because it's an, it was an open invitation to then go introduce yourself to MSG, CAA, etc. So they were in that room. You saw their names. Go and find them on LinkedIn. And we also, uh, I also connected Rachel and Sam Zapatka together as well to see if they could do business together. So who knows uh, if that works out. But uh, it was all in all success. I had a couple of Manhattans stirred. Um, you looked like you were live streaming in Twitch, like a gamer. Look like you were like set up playing Fortnite. I was set up. I had, I had the whole thing ready you, to go. You man. looked like you were just in this room playing video games where people were watching you. You had this amazing setup. I did. Just- I had a sick setup. They, Maestroing um, the whole thing. They um, so I have a I, where we record is in my basement, and to my immediate left is a wall with a TV on it. But normally when we're calling because it's close to kind of a plug, I just do it here. But we have another couch on the other side where I can kind of connect my computer to the television, and then I could see everybody who was much bigger uh, while having my audio and having kind of a little area to mix my drinks and talk and. It was cool. I drank like a half a bottle of whiskey, so you could see, <laughs> see my face. That's why the hell the thing went an hour and 40 minutes. Change from like, oh, I'm good, to like, whoa. And then I end up on a Zoom call after that with my some of my colleagues and also former employees that we had a kind of reunion right after some of the people that were in that room. So that was a kept going. I got yelled at by the wife for being too loud at some point. But that's you know, okay. That'll happen when you're drinking a half bottle of whiskey. That's okay. That's, that, 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 that's okay. A couple of... Uh, uh, half a bottle of whiskey, some Manhattans there um, were great. I should have done a class on how to make them, um, but maybe next time. There's also maybe people under 21 there. I didn't want to be that guy. Don't be that guy. Rob right? Crane special. <laughs> Don't be that guy. Can we talk about that real quick? Sure. Uh, the great, the greatest, worst ever made me laugh out loud. Reach out. Um, 
by someone through um, LinkedIn to oh, you. Can to you me. pull it up and like read it out loud? I, I mean, you put the guy's name up there, which was kind of embarrassing for that guy, but um, it made me laugh out loud. And I have Wait, where, thoughts. Where did, I, where did I put his name? I have. It's on like the tweet, right? It says it has his <laughs> name on there. <laughs> so you like totally ousted the guy. Oh, hold on, I gotta find it. Yeah, it was. Keep talking while I uh, find this ridiculous. It was ridiculous in the fact that he kind of like thought I you've got to go through this thing he kind of thought that he was like going to make a joke oh here we go here we go (laughs) i won't say his name if If you want to see his name it's all over (laughs) social media (laughs) that's fine um if covid19 doesn't take you out dot 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 can i oh my god i saw you from across the bar stay there hey babe can i ship you a drink (laughs) You can't spell virus without you and I. And no, Chris, I'm not hitting on you. We all need a laugh at this time, though. What's your favorite COVID-19 pickup line? Oh, my God. I mean. Someone went and saw that guy goes, that guy goes, you know what? And what? he's a salesperson for something, right? He's a founder. He's a owner of a company trying to reach out to me about managing director, um, I won't say the company, of like, Growth hacking and sales. Like, oh my god! So this guy basically goes, "All right, <laughs> I'm sitting here in front of my computer. You know how I'm gonna get uh, in front of uh, the director of sales for Fenway Sports Management? I'm gonna act like I'm going to hit on him at a bar, <laughs> right? That's what went through his mind, and he was like, yes, yes. I'm, I'm very this flattered. Is, this is a great idea. Very flattered." Very flattered, but... Um, you, the virus, you don't have it with you and us? No, you can't spell virus without you and I. Favorite, you and I. You can't, <laughs> I think favorite line of that thing. So that far. is my favorite line. I actually laughed out loud. I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to reply or talk to this guy because I got absolute, like, douche oh chills. It was like, oh, man, this <laughs> this is what you define as try hard. Uh, we I'm, us- cr- I'm crying. I'm laughing. We, so we usually in- we usually encourage people to think outside the box, but <laughs> the guy gets there an a is. For that. I think it's a little too soon to be joking about COVID. In what was the Link- first line in that thing too? If COVID nineteen doesn't take you out, <laughs> doesn't can- take you out, like it's gonna <laughs> kill you. <laughs> can I? Can I? So, oh my god! Why are you hitting on me while you're trying to pitch me your products? I mean. Take aside the fact that we live in a completely different world now in oh terms of... Oh, my God. I'm, not, I'm, cry, I'm crying. I'm, yeah, cry, like, I'm crying. Sexual harassment is at, like, the peak <laughs> of problems. Like, you just don't do it. Any, like, you don't send oh those messages. And, yeah. So, we have nine mutual <laughs> connections. His pickup though. line literally was, if Corona doesn't take you out. <laughs> <laughs> Can I? Oh, God. So... Oh. I, uh, I, I'm, yeah, and hey, babe, can I ship you a drink? <laughs> oh, the hey, babe part of this. We could dissect this. I feel like Madden on his old Telestrator with circles and X's and all. Yes. Bam, 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 boom, boom, boom bumble. The fat guy picks it up and does a touchdown <laughs> dance. Oh, my so, God. So, uh, congratulations to him for being the much needed comic relief we all need. Oh, but we, that <laughs> was amazing. You can't spell virus without you and I. <laughs> And hey, babe. Uh, hey, babe. Uh, can I ship you a drink? Can I ship you a drink? That was amazing. Just well, yes, amazing. you can, sir. If you'd like to ship me some booze, I would be more <laughs> than happy. a half a bottle of whiskey on our uh, 
or uh, whatever it was, the happy hour. Oh my god, I'm sorry, I'm losing. So what not to do on your LinkedIn <laughs> outreach? Where do you even go from there? Uh, I think we can just end the podcast. We gave everyone the much needed <laughs> laugh they needed, and uh, we'll see you guys uh, next so, week. Yeah, right. So, um, actually, there's a couple of things I do want to talk about. I think today. <laughs> okay. I don't know if I can come back. Um, I can come back from that. Um, did you see the NFL uh, with their? The, so they're doing the draft when the draft, like in a couple weeks or whatever. Virtual draft. They'll be doing Virtual like our happy hour. Virtual draft. Yeah, they're gonna have a giant, basically a giant <laughs> Zoom call. Yeah. Uh, apparently, they can't figure out the technology of this either. Where like you're not gonna get kicked off or like how to cheat through the whole thing. Like, there's all kinds of technological craziness. This is gonna be either. An amazing IT feat, or IT folks are going to be pouring sweat that whole entire time <laughs> oh because they God. are just terrified that the system's going to crash and the draft goes down. Like, it's, I, I got to imagine there's going to be some kind of. I mean, the horse thing was a disaster from oh, a technology the horse, standpoint. The horse, yeah. What? Um, the but anyway, but they're going to the NFL sent a memo out that said if you don't used our sponsors, right? Pepsi's a sponsor of theirs, not Coke. And with the, in the draft party that you're having at your house and the video comes to you and you're drinking a Coke, you get fined like 10 grand. That's crazy. Right? I mean... I understand, <laughs> right? There's part of me that's like, yeah, I get it. But isn't that kind of overkill? A little bit, I'd say, for people who are kind of stuck in their homes and can't go to the grocery store on a regular basis and get whatever the hell they want. So now they have to go back out and make sure they buy all NFL. Like, you know somebody's going to be over the top and just fill their room full of like NFL sponsorship. Like just Bud Lights everywhere, Gatorades right. everywhere. Just- so does like the seventh round pick get video cameras in his house? No, no. So it's just for the first round? It's probably going to be, like, you don't even see those guys during the regular draft. It'll probably just be like the first and second rounders at most of when you see them. I'm just thinking back to the other thing. Hey, babe, can I ship you a drink? Oh, I'm sorry. I just I can't get over it. I can't. No, I can't. I just can't. I haven't accepted. He's sitting in purgatory. Should I accept him and just have a conversation with him uh, for, for next week's content? You should You should send him a link to this podcast. Like, listen from minute four to 12. <laughs> I feel like he's going to make an appearance again before this podcast is over. Cause uh, you're- I would. Yeah, I think actually I think that's a great idea. I think if you uh, start the interaction, the only thing is that we're going to get more content. Exactly. Imagine if that's his first thing. What's his second thing going to be? What's his twelfth thing going to be? I got to hear his sales pitch. I got to hear it. Yeah, I think we got I think we got to hear it. Um, do it through some call in which you can record, and we can see if we can cut this up and dissect it. We should have him come on and pitch us. That's even a better idea. Yeah, we should just have him come on and pitch us. Uh, we, that would be hilarious. I hope his personality matches his LinkedIn persona because if it doesn't, it'd be kind of a boring sales that, that, call. If it was actually like a boring sales call, I'd be like, <laughs> all right, this isn't what we're looking for. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, yeah. So NFL, uh, the NFL, I mean, the NFL draft was going to be epic. Did you remember? I mean, it was going to be insane. Did you, do you know what the plan was if they actually did have it in Vegas, what they I, were going to do? I did not know. They were going to be having the players in the Bellagio fountain. Taking, really? the boat, taking the boat across the fountain to go after they get drafted to the stage to be announced. It was going to be so Vegas. Awesome. Yeah. That's so good. So that's unfortunately not happening as Vegas is a ghost town and completely shut down. Yes, um, that's right. So. That's right. They, R.I.P. Uh, R.I.P. Las Vegas. 
right, right. But the um, I, I don't know. You um, we were preparing for this. You wrote a couple things down that I can't remember because I can't remember the guys. Uh, I can't get rid of the guy. I've taken no notes. I've prepared little and none for this. So um, this some good... goes back to the Jaden kid that we uh, talked with before, and he was like, "Can you please take us through your show prep?" Oh, and yeah. I think I was like, um, "Show prep." Show show prep. <laughs> we write down five things and wing it. And the, I think he was so disappointed in that, but it was a good talk. It was great. You know, it was a great networking thing. We had a good time talking. Fantastic. With him. And he thought Canada you and I were entertaining. Through. He thought you and I were entertaining. So you know, we fooled somebody. Yeah, we we've been fooling people for about six months now. Um. So I wrote down some really. Uh, I guess any sliver that we're looking for at this point. Some good positive news on the sports front. Uh, where it looks like some MLS announced a June return. I saw that. And, uh, uh, Man- Manfred and Tony Clark both said today there will be baseball, and uh, it sounds like we're probably going to have sports. I don't think it'll be sports in the way that we're typically accustomed to seeing them. PGA, but too. PGA, I feel like, will be the easiest to bring back on. That's what I um, – so – I, I agree with you on that. They're all outside. It's the easiest thing ever to social distance. Did I tell you that I played golf yesterday? You did? I did. In Rhode Island, if you're a Rhode Islander, you have to show your ID, and you can play at public courses. and Or you can play at private courses. They're all open. And when I went there, and you only there's no clubhouse, no, um, no restrooms, no dining, no um, you can't you know, bare, buy bare, or anything. Bare minimum necessities. Bare minimum. And you have to do everything online. Um, then when you go play, course was in great shape. I played with two guys. I had no idea who they were. And you can totally social distance, right? I mean, we were yeah, forever away. Easy. And then when you get to the hole, um, the flag sticks in and says you can't remove the flag stick. And then in the hole was basically a cut pool noodle. And... Hmm. So that the flag stick stuck went into the hole of the pool noodle, and it only like had like a I don't know an inch or so uh, into the hole. So your ball would sit up, and then you would just grab the ball with like two fingers, pick it up, and you literally touch nothing. That's amazing. How'd you so, do? <clears throat> I played awful, but I had a great time. That's okay. I had a great I, bad I had a great day on time. the course is better than a good day in the office. Oh, it was, uh, it was, it was. I did take a conference call on the uh, on the course, but that happens. Yeah, you know, you're being Hollywood. Um, and then Fauci, Doctor Fauci, said he expects sports could come back sooner than later with restrictions. I mean, we're 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 operating under the assumption, and guys, for at least a short term, there probably won't be any fans in stands, which yeah. is understandable. Um, but from a Revenue generating, get people back to normal, something to watch on TV other than the, the depths of Netflix. Yeah. Uh, it would be a very positive thing for society if we can get some sports up and running again. Two things. One, you talked about a little bit. The horse thing, I was excited for it. The production quality on that it was, was bad. really bad. bad. Uh, it was almost unwatchable. Uh, not really what I was expecting. But, yeah. hey, you get an A for effort. Two, depths of Netflix – did you watch the eighth episode of Tiger King? I haven't. It is you're not missing anything. Okay, so they I had watch a it. host who was like one of these corny hosts that you've seen do other corny stuff, and he kept making these like stupid jokes that were like, <laughs> you know, 
intentionally like ha 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 and then give an answer yeah so it was just brutal the um what was the guy's name uh the producer that was trying to produce the reality show smoked 100 cigarettes oh yeah i kirk or yeah so he's in norway now and he was the only entertaining one and he was at the end so there's a bunch of rabbit holes i've gone down though you see the conspiracy theory that that Jeff Lowe was Carol Baskin's I first know, I husband. Love, I love all of them. I love let's, all of them. Like, I love all just, of them. Just give them to me. Them. I hope that's true. I hope that's true. And I hope <laughs> that in a year it comes back and like and Trump Carol divorces his other husband to marry Joe uh, to marry uh, Jeff Lowe, um, and then and it's all a mess again. That's that is my sheer hope. I'm I'm hoping for another car crash. Like I mean, I'm hoping for the car crash of that sales guy who reached out to you. Yes. That when they pitch on front office features, <clears throat> that somehow it is just hilarious. So, Trump's talking about pardoning Joe Exotic. I saw I, I saw that. By the way, in that eighth episode, they all he asked. I don't know, maybe eight or ten of the characters on the show. Um, do you think Joe Exotic should be in jail? And every single one of them said, without a doubt, 100%. Without a doubt that he should be in jail? He should be in jail. Oh. 100%. Wasn't for, for murder for hire or for other shit? For the stuff that he did in the at the zoo. Got it. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I, w- just watching that human being, he doesn't belong in society. I, no, I he does not think. belong in society. <laughs> so, But somehow he went from positive good news on sports coming back to Joe Exotic. We are we are transitioning and segueing like nobody's business right now. Again, that is, sorry, the I I, I derailed this episode. No, this episode with this episode the, is going to be one of our most listened to episodes because people need some comic relief. When as soon as I remembered <laughs> that the the LinkedIn request that you got, and how much I loved it because I forgot about it and that it's coming back, and now I still can't think about it. I just keep giggling uh, to myself. Um, and speaking of good news, literally, the segment is called Some Good News. John Krasinski. Yeah, that was awesome. That was really good. So hopefully everyone that's listening, I would imagine, have seen it by now. We posted it. It's been out there. That's a really cool story on how it all came together, um, which I have the behind the scenes on now. And also we're going to, with our guest tomorrow, we're going to talk to him about it as well, Sam Great. Kennedy, President and CEO of the Boston Red Sox, little, my little, boss. Little humble, uh, that, was a, that was a humble announcement. We should, uh, you're, you're, that, that's the way big league guys do it, minor league guys do it. Say, we've got a big announcement, giant, super huge, biggest uh, sports business person of all time. And I would put it in blinking lights and somehow... Uh, and have some sort of parade or something that goes down there. Sam Kennedy, Sam Kennedy, Sam Kennedy. Maybe if he wasn't my boss, I'd be that. I'd be that job. I feel. I feels well, odd to. He's kind of my boss because they own part of the team, and he's he in seems to be everyone's boss. So we'll yeah, just go with. We'll just go with. We own everything, Fenway. So it's fine. Yeah, right. He's, he's kind of everyone's boss. So he is our guest tomorrow. We have lined up our probably our biggest get yet at front office features. Um, he's, he, uh, and Larry, I guess would probably argue it, but he was tutelaged by Larry. His, that's where he started. I was under Larry Lucchino, followed him around the country for a little bit, came back with him to Boston, landed his dream job and his president CEO of the Boston Red Sox. Talk about it. And he, you know, he grew up with Theo and played baseball with Theo and they went to high school together. It's great. We're going to have to ask him about that. Sam was the captain of the baseball team that Theo was on. 
So those two like grew up together, ended up GM. One ends up the GM at 27. The other one's up like the president. I mean, what the hell are the odds of that? So it's awesome. Well, we're excited to uh, have Sam. Sam's a great guy. Um, Very interesting. Well, you know, uh, I assume he's everything that has been uh, my interactions with him has just been awesome. I've I've enjoyed him a lot. My guess is we get we we sent him a list of questions we want to talk about. My guess is we get three or four. Sam likes to talk, so we, we it's all right. We so so do we. We should ask him about having pitched Sam Kennedy on the uh, <laughs> hacker thing. Oh my god, it was great. Um, so some good news. So the Krasinski thing with the yeah. Red Sox. So what's the behind the scenes of it? So Krasinski um, reached out to Sam and. Said, look, I'm looking to do something good for healthcare workers. Not expecting anything at all. Would you guys be able to help out? Knowing like whatever, he he thought we would never do it based on everything going on. <clears throat> Sam being Sam and the Red Sox, that organization being the Red Sox organization, scrambled as quickly as they could, put together what you guys saw on the video, um, and were able to coordinate with all the players in a quick short amount of time to have those videos shot and Ortiz. Get the people over into the Fenway Park with safety measures and production. And, and I mean, that was as proud as I felt of working for the organization, being able to see the impact we can have on folks going through extremely tough times. And then we've talked about this, like sports is going to be part of the solution right. to all this craziness that we're dealing with. So uh krasinski then also orchestrated i don't know if you guys caught this but at&t gave three months free to every healthcare worker in the country unbelievable unbelievable so a little more background on that so t-mobile is the official sponsor of the red sox so we went to them and they were very appreciative they just couldn't pull it off from a technology standpoint but from a gesture standpoint, they were like, this is unbelievable. at and it's amazing that they can do this. Krasinski was pressuring for a year. He wanted, he wanted them to give away a free, <laughs> for a year. Um, he also asked a what you would call a rival team to get involved. Yeah. Um, that declined. But uh, for, How much pub that's got? I wonder how many millions of views that thing's got. Oh, it's, it's crazy. And then... Uh, is, if you see when the when the nurses first walk out into the onto the center field, my new sign for Doctor Sheffield's new th- natural toothpaste had been put up the day before quarantine started. It's right there. They walk underneath it, so I had to send that to my sponsor. Be like, hey, check out all the free pub you're getting before the season starts. <laughs> nice. Um, he goes, cool, thanks. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, cool, thanks. Yeah. So um, yeah, that was that was really cool, and it, it just goes back to what we talk about all the time is like. This is what we're supposed to do in our industry is give back. And, and, and the four tickets for, for life to those folks is unreal. Um, How does that, that even – I was – So, so they, who they, – go ahead. That was for the COVID-19. It was for the COVID-19 um, ward at Beth Israel. So Beth Got Israel it. is our official hospital. And they already have a ton of tickets and they're our sponsor. But those individuals who work in the COVID-19 unit have tickets for life. That's awesome. It's very cool. Who in the Red Sox organizations like – what departments did that? Was it marketing? Was it yep. player so, development? Was it- so Sarah McKenna um, helped coordinate all of this. Video productions um, were obviously there to get it all set up with cameras, to record all the videos, to, pre- to create the production. Uh, but Troop, our EVP of corporate partnerships, was working behind the scenes and working with Krasinski and his team. But to credit to Krasinski, it was literally him driving the bus saying, this is what I want to do and this is what I want to take care of. 
I don't know if people saw the episode the week before where he got the cast of Hamilton to come on and sing to a I little girl <clears throat> who couldn't go to Hamilton. Like th- those type of things of like great, great on him for using this power of celebrity to make people feel good in this times. Cause we all need good news. And I'm glad he calls it good news. Cause you can, you can find bad news and negative news every time you click on the internet right now. So it was a really good, uh, feel good about our, our organization, a proud moment. And Looking forward to hear Sam tell more of it tomorrow because he's got really behind the, more behind the scenes. But that's kind of the the whole gist. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. And also, you know, the whole thing it takes a team to to get going. There's players involved. There's marketing involved. There's corporate partnerships involved. It's a it's pretty cool to see the whole thing uh, come through. Um, raise your hand if you've had a drink with John Krasinski. I, I, I don't even want it. So the, <laughs> the, the only thing I'm going to ask Sam tomorrow is one, one I'm going to have one request is like, J- Sam. So Rachel, my wife has told me the one man she would leave me for is Krasinski. Yeah. So <laughs> I can't introduce her. No, but don't I, do that. That would be I, a bad idea. I, I would like to meet Jim um, <clears throat> from the office and just rub it in her face. <clears throat> so uh, that will be my request. I'm sure he'll be coming to Fenway at some point now that the, once the season gets back up and running and people are allowed in the ballpark. So, and I see you wearing. Uh, we're doing this through Skype. I see you wearing your Dunder Mifflin shirt. I am. I am. Just to remind you that you've you can one up me for the rest of your life that you were at the rap party for the office. I understand. Yeah, that's that's about that's uh, that is. Uh, speaking that of is about right. Speaking of minor leagues, you told me something before we jumped on here. Some interesting uh, ideas that you're throwing against the wall to try and be creative <clears throat> and generate revenue and give yeah. give we're people. Try, we're trying like hell. Um, so I actually was talking to Marty Cordero, president of the uh, Omaha Storm Chasers, former guest of uh, uh, front office features. And he was talking, uh, we were just talking about all kinds of stuff. Excuse me. And then he said he was hosting this drive-in fireworks idea. And I was like, drive-in fireworks? Tell me about that. He's like, yeah, we're just, they have a big parking lot. That ballpark was built literally in the middle of a cornfield. Uh, and there's been, been development. Uh, it was literally like Field of Dreams, um, uh, uh, like Field of Dreams. And um, you can't reference movies. Don't 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 do that. You're throwing I've me seen, off. I've seen Field of Dreams. Um, and I do cry at the end when he plays catch with his father. Everybody does. Right. It's hard not to. Um, and I. Um, so we're talking. And he was like, "Yeah, we're, we're going to do this thing where you can be socially distant and shoot some fireworks and see what happens." And I was like. Huh, I could steal that. Um, <laughs> That's what we so, do in this business, everybody. We steal each other's ideas. Yeah. So um, so I sent a note around. I said, hey, guys, uh, Omaha's doing it here. Here's a link to it. I think we could do it. We've got similar parking lots and surrounding areas where we could where we could do this. And if we could find a sponsor maybe to cover the cost, um, maybe there's a revenue opportunity. Worst case scenario, it's a break-even opportunity. We're just doing something good for the community. And the whole key to this thing is making sure you get city and state approval of being able, does this count as a gathering Uh, or, you know, can we put the cars, everyone stays in their car, you can't get out or can you park the cars so far apart that it would still consider, you know, socially distance, Um, those types of things. So we have the uh, beginnings of uh, of an idea um, and we're thinking about, Maybe doing it, who knows, uh, like, say, Memorial Day weekend, right? Kick off the summer, kick off the better days. Uh, hopefully by then some of the restrictions are starting to lessen, not that it's going to go from what they are now to off. 
Um, but like, maybe that's kind of a kickoff. Maybe it's a time just to get better. You know, uh, there's hope. Uh, you know, someone called it the fireworks of hope. Um, and then like you could broadcast the music of the fireworks through like a partner radio station so that you could be anywhere, look at the fireworks and still be able to, uh, to get to the music and then highlight partners, highlight, you know, first responder, medical people, frontline medical people, doctors, nurses, grocery store people, anybody who's really been, uh, on the front of this. So, um, I think we have the beginning of an idea. We'll see if it makes it all the way to the end. Um, but we're trying, we just want to do something, right? We just want to do, I think people in our business are just, they just want to do something, right? Yeah, that's how no. they're wired. I mean, that's, that's, that's great. And that's creative of being able to do give back to the community. That's like, it's what we just talked about. It's about sports is how do we give people an outlet to escape their problems for a little bit and just go watch some fireworks and kick off and reunite people back into society and do it in a safe way. Cause people can sit in their cars could do it with it. You could do a drive-in movie theater with your at your park too, right? Like people could come in there. They're I think drive-in movies are coming back because people can go and sit yeah. in their cars. There's a drive-in movie theater in my uh, in my town. I only know it because it's on my way to Worcester. Yeah, you've never been there. I've never, never been there. No, you've never. Been there. I've never. I've, I think I went to a drive-in movie when I was like I remember it vivid, uh, not vividly, like va- vaguely. Other V word uh, as like a, maybe six, seven years old. So like in the '80s, sometime going to a drive-in movie theater. Yeah, I think I had been to a couple, but I don't remember. I think I was sleeping in the car because my parents wanted to watch the movie or something. I don't vividly remember watching any drive-in movies that I went to go see because they were yeah. pretty much gone by the time I actually could drive. So, but there is one in Lincoln, Rhode Island. I think uh, it's in Lincoln, maybe Smithfield. But anyway. the the um, speaking of give back, so did you see the story? And I, and you and I talked about it a little bit. Was the uh, MLB con- employees conducted the largest COVID testing in the, in the country? Right, I did. I did see that, and you have some insider information on this as well. Yes, so we all <clears throat> had an opportunity to volunteer and sign up to be part of the test, um, of which I did. So the test you, was not if you had coronavirus or not, right? Correct. It was. It was more about the antibodies. So we signed up, and then they sent us instructions on how to each staggered time to go to Fenway Park drive in with our car ID, pull up, show our ID through the window, roll down your back window, and they literally from like five feet away threw the test in this packet through your window into your car because no one got near each other, drove off and gone. And we all then had to take the test either yesterday or today to determine um, if we had the antibody, which means you had probably been exposed, were asymptomatic and got through it, and now you're immune. Or it would have shown you if you currently have it, but are going to you're moving toward moving towards immunity. So we had to prick our finger with a little uh, lancet, take some blood, drop it on this cassette. It's literally like a little cassette, like a little looks like a thumb drive actually. Put in some solution, and within I don't know one minute, you had a result. Um, Unfortunately, I am negative. <laughs> I would have preferred to have been positive, which means I would have been exposed and have the antibody. But uh, I am corona. I am corona free. Did uh, anyone you know have the? Uh, no one I've talked spot? to yet. No one I've talked to yet has found a positive. No kidding. Which isn't good. <laughs> but it's not bad either, right? Because that means that they didn't have it and spread it. And well, the hope was well, kind of like the hope 
yes, there's there's that. But the hope also was if you have been social distancing and you had you had, had gotten it and you never had symptoms, if, if a lot of people had already been exposed, when we do finally click back on, you're there's a lot less people at risk. But gotcha. Unfortunately, it seems like everyone I've talked to, at least who's taken the test, no one's found a positive. Got it. So, on we go. Vaccine. We need that vaccine. Yeah, we need a. I I can't imagine that the how much money is being spent on trying to get a vaccine up and running. You know what I said? To, you know what I said this to Rachel. I know viruses are different than cancer, but if they get a vaccine for this in like eight to twelve months, but have we've been studying and pouring what it billions billions of money into cancer for how probably many years? Trilli- trillions, trilli- trillions, and they're still like eh, I don't know. We could right, do some stuff, but we can't really cure it. It's like, wait a minute. What? How does that How does that work? I don't I don't know the answer. Yeah, like it seems Yeah, seems, but it's got to be way different. Like a virus must be like a I know, I know, that's what I'm saying. A, a virus is different. Test. But just seems like if everyone just is like, "Yep, we're going to cure this right now when we can because we have to." It, eh. Anyway, we're not going to go down. We're not going to go down to conspiracy theory lane right now. That's not we, what we're going to We're, we're do. not we're not going to go down that road, please. We won't go down unless it's about down. unless it's about Tiger King. Unless it's about Tiger King and Jeff Lowe is Carol Baskin's ex-husband. That would be. Phenomenal. By the way, she accepted my uh, LinkedIn request to uh, connect. <laughs> <laughs> Did have you message her? You should get I, her on the pod. Oh my god, that would be awesome. Hey, all you cool. Imagine how kids. imagine how many downloads we would get if Carol Baskin was on our <laughs> which uh, is our so page. sad who's gonna get more downloads Carol Baskin or Sam Kennedy oh Carol Baskin by a billion <laughs> that's so ridiculous <laughs> like hey we're a sports business podcast and uh, we try to help up-and-coming sports executives yeah that sounds like a good idea <laughs> did you kill your ex-husband <laughs> did you feed him to the Tigers yes so that would be the best but I was just happy to see that she accepted. Yeah. So, anyway. Well, what did we talk about for the last half hour? A lot. I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> oh, um, one thing. I did tell you this. Um, but when we talked about the Pearl Jam album, and I gave it three and a half yep. out of five, I found out why. I was low for my standards was uh i don't like how they put the songs in order so no, by no, the end of it i'm say, like try, say that again yeah i don't like how they put the songs in order no you don't like the order of the songs <laughs> <laughs> whatever and yeah the order, the order of the songs is... i don't like that they have the songs in order that's ridiculous <laughs> it's absolutely ridiculous they put the songs in order on an album you know what i was talking about <laughs> i do but the listeners don't uh, if they don't know by now, um, anyway, but I don't, I don't, I don't like it because now it gets by the end I'm done yep. and I listen I can see to that. it I can see on that. shuffle, shuffle much better. So I was looking at, so, so Pearl Jam, the only posted, song I hate is buckle up. Yeah. That one's, that one's no good. So I, Pearl Jam posted on their Twitter feed. I don't, did you, I don't know if you saw this. They asked what's your favorite song on the new album? And I was scrolling through just to see what people's responses were. What do you think the majority was? I was I was kind of shocked by this. Seven o'clock. Yeah, it was. Yeah. They, uh, that seems, that's a good Pearl Jam song 
right? That just is. Uh, it's like six minutes. It's six six minutes. Yeah, jam band. Uh, jam band. But yeah, seven thing. o'clock was like uh, the number one answer. Yeah, not my favorite song, but I think it's a good song. I no, I, I like I like that song, but I, I wouldn't. But I uh, did people say buckle up? No, I didn't see one buckle up. All right, good. I didn't see they one have buckle ears. up. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't know what they were thinking with that one. I don't know. I don't know. By the way, dance of the clairvoyance. I'm getting in too. I know. Nope. Nope. Yeah. Nope. I'm out. I am. I am. I'm. I'm getting more into it. I like it. Um, I love. I. I really like Super Blood Wolf Moon. I, That's I a great song. I, I agree. Think it's very catchy. Um. Oh, speaking of getting guests, and we got. So we got. We got Kennedy tomorrow. We got to get Cashman. We He's do got to get. Cashman. What the hell is he doing right now? That's a great. That's a great point. That was. Uh, that's a great point. I mean, Michael I mean, Scott's I'll, getting. Michael Scott's getting replies from GMs throughout the whole entire country. He should be our booker. I mean, literally everybody he's getting. In, they're talking about the Orioles are sending him stuff. Everybody's responding to him right now because they ain't got shit to do. So Cashman, very much about. Oh, um, and very sad news on Steinbrenner. Yeah, uh, Hank, right? Hank, yep. Yeah, it he, wasn't he from COVID. It wasn't from COVID. No, um, Hal Steinbrenner uh, was at the opening of PNC Field in Scranton in 2013. Can we get him on? Probably not. Probably not. It's the only time that I met him, and it was for <laughs> three seconds. And when we uh, opened that ballpark, I felt so bad for him. And um, uh, So they are, I think I told the story about the audio being screwed up. I don't think so. I don't remember that. No, okay. The uh, So in 2013, uh, we opened PNC Field, and the audio, w- everything got pushed back because there was a giant issue, um, electrical issue that we found like two two weeks before, and they were scurrying to plug like the wires in, and for that day we all dressed up in tuxes. Okay, I, we made <laughs> everyone wear a tux, right? Because it was big day, big deal, big deal, and we put a ribbon out of the front gates, and. All the Yankees people, all the owners of the team, uh, myself, we were out there with scissors about to cut the ribbon and let everybody come in, okay? Unknowingly, well, knowingly, we knew that we were going to have, like, potential audio issues, and, like, we're not even sure that we're going to be able to play music. And while I'm cutting the ribbon, and we had backup plans of, like, what if it's silent? We were going to figure that out. I was cutting the ribbon, and then I got a thing in my ear through the walkie-talkie it says rob we'll have audio who knows what's gonna sound like <laughs> and we let people in and it sounded like a 1930s ballpark hello 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 and welcome 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 <laughs> two 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 pnc pew, 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 pew. and the whole pregame was scripted and hal steinbrenner was addressing sold out crowd on opening day of pnc field and yankees triple a affiliate and he's like, hello, hello, hello. My name, my name, my name is Hal, 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 Hal. So he, was like, he was like Bob Shepard in it. Number two. Right, but, Derek Jeter, number but, two. But way worse. And the guy singing the national anthem we got from The Voice, right? He was a Northeast Pennsylvania guy from The Voice. Yep. And he's trying to belt out the national anthem with, oh, hey, 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 can you, 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 see, 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 see. It's like, oh, my God. Oh, uh. This podcast is off the rails. We're singing national <laughs> anthem. <laughs> I don't even. I don't even had a drink today. This is just me. Oh, we had our town hall today, and um, we had our guest. One of our guests. Our, we always have the team doctor on, 
And he tells us about what's going on with COVID and gives us the update. Town Hall is when all of Fenway and Red Sox. Yeah, right now, right now it's all virtual, obviously, or by phone. Um, so our team, like kind of nutritionist, who's a, the players, uh, like kind of chef, he's, they gave us a bunch of recipes and stuff. To, but he started talking about how alcohol consumption has gone like just through the roof for people oh. at home. And it's a big, obviously, diuretic and dehydrates the hell out of you that you should have one one water for every drink you have. I'm like, Jesus, I'd be in the bathroom just peeing my brains out <laughs> yeah, if I had a water for every alcoholic be, drink. All you'd be drinking is uh, you just have like a big gallon of water next to you. But they sent us a bunch of recipes to cook while we're home from the team from the team nutritionist, so that was a that was a plus. Send them my way. I love cooking. I'll forward it on. Yeah, I'll forward it on. All oh, right. my 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 uh, my um my homemade wine will be ready to go next week that I started a couple weeks ago. So that we'll have two it's batches a- now. Can't wait. Uh, Chianti, right? Yep. I have, a, I have a Cab Shiraz and a Chianti now. So I am – this this coronavirus can go on for however long it wants. I am Ugh. locked and loaded. As long as I can play golf, um, I'm good. And I could play golf in Rhode Island, and it was uh, it was it was glorious. So, And we kept our distance. very And they uh, stagger tea times, right? So I think normally they're every, like, seven minutes. And uh, now they're, like, every 15. So basically – the foursome or group ahead of you has are off the green and basically has hit their drives by the time you tee off. That makes sense. It's smart. I mean, look, there's probably a huge demand too. Like people want to get the hell out of the house once it gets a little nice out. It's supposed yeah, to right. snow tonight. Is it really? Up here at least. It's supposed to yeah. s- not like a stick, but it's supposed to snow. We've rambled on enough. Yeah, we have. Um, anyway, uh, big, big, big announcement. Sam Kennedy, we're getting him tomorrow to be out uh, Tuesday, whatever day that is, April 20-something. Does it matter what day it is anymore? doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. But anyway, I'm pumped. we're pumped for Sam. We are pumped. Uh, it'll be great. It'll be great. Um, on that note, adios. Later. Later.